Now, Joe Biden finally waddled his way to the podium five hours late. You heard me right. Five hours late. And the first thing out of his mouth is, I inherited the greatest recession since the Depression, which, of course, he did not inherit a recession. But I digress. So it'll be fact-checked like a mug. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I don't really care about it today. He's supposed to be talking about Afghanistan, the disaster that is Afghanistan. So they're trying to do everything. Oh, look, the economy was terrible and everybody was dying until I got into office. Yeah, no. Uh, Why don't you uh, talk about the inflation numbers there, Joe? How about the fact that food prices have gone up 33%, Joe, since uh, since you got in the White House? Talk about that one. Yes, unlikely he's going to do that. Anyway. I mean, talking a little bit earlier today, uh, we, we brought up the the uh, Penn Harris Madison School Board voted for mask mandates after a laughably stupid, um, well, I'll just call it an event, an occurrence that happened at the school board meeting, and that got you guys all riled up. You've been calling me ever since we talked about that. Um, if you're just joining us, what ended up happening at the school board meeting yesterday is that Penn voted to require masks for all students and staff. Uh, Bago is going to have a school board meeting tomorrow at 7. St. Joseph County is considering doing it as well. And there was an event at the Penn School Board meeting yesterday where a pro-mask person showed up, went up to the podium, took their mask off, set it down on the podium, which is a contamination event. And and then the safety officer and the pro-mask school board members did not want to clean up the podium. They didn't want to sanitize the podium. I mean, it's, it's absolutely hysterical watching this stuff just play out because it's, like I said before, you know, there's over 240 studies that, sh- that are peer-reviewed that show that hydroxychloroquine works. There's 42 studies that show that ivermectin works, peer-reviewed. There are zero studies that are peer-reviewed that show that masks do anything. Zero. They don't exist. And yet, somehow, some way, they think that's the way to do this. All right. You say so. Uh, Brent, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hello. What's up? I just... I wanted to comment on the Phil Valentine. Are you you aware of him? No. Well, he's a conservative talk show host on, uh, I think, in Louisville. Okay. Who recently was admitted to the hospital. and uh, Oh, is he the guy that died from COVID? Right. Yeah. And he he made a statement before he went into the hospital. Mm -hmm. If I die from this. And I will become pro-vaccination, vax, you know. Okay. So he died. Mm-hmm. But I wondered what kind of treatment, after he got in the hospital, was he denied uh, treatments like hydroxychloroquine? Or, I'm sure he was. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he was. Ivermectin, like I hear a lot of hospitals are doing, because I think mm-hmm. if they kill more people, it makes them look better. Well, look, I and I don't know. I don't know what his treatment regimen was, but you know, there was a um, there was a talk station that I have some dealing with. Uh, they they posted an article about that. I, I posted on on Facebook, and every, you know, here's the thing. Look, he's a he's a talk show host. He was anti-vaccine. He was in his sixties. He probably was in a danger group. Okay, but he chose not to do it, and he ultimately died from COVID. And then there's all these articles about this anti-vax radio host dies from COVID, anti-vax radio host dies from COVID. They did the same thing with Herman Cain, who didn't want to wear a mask, and then he died from COVID, right? They do this with everybody. But here's the reality. More people have died from COVID while adhering to the mask mandates than people who have not. 
There, there are thousands of people who are fully vaccinated, who've had breakthrough infections, who have died from COVID. Why are we not writing articles making fun of them? Well, with the uh, right to try that Donald Trump issued, I, if he would have asked for the ivermectin or the hydroxychloroquine, why was he denied it? Yeah, and that, I don't know that. I, I don't know if they gave him remdesivir. I don't know if they gave him anything. I don't know. That's well, you know. That's Google it, but I'm no uh, I'm no uh, computer expert. Well, and I don't so. know that they've released what treatment regimen he's he's received. But you know, I'm sure his family would be interested. I'm sure they would be. Well, they'll be billed for it. So then we'll find out, I guess, right? I hope but, so. You know, and this is the other thing that I have to point out here is you know not only do we have all of these studies that are peer reviewed on ivermectin and and uh, hydroxychloroquine and some others as well. There's a new one that's that's coming on really strong, but. You know, their effective range for early treatment is in the 80th percentile. So like over 80% effective when you start using it early on with COVID. You know, remdesivir is like in the 50 to 60th percentile. And it's, you know, five grand. (laughs) And it costs a lot of money. You have to be admitted to the hospital to get it because you can die from, from receiving that treatment. And it's... Even its own studies from Gilead show that it was less effective than most of the research that we have that's peer-reviewed on the others. So yeah. what sense does this make? Well, I try to get through with Holcomb to uh, deregulate hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and put them on the shelf next to the supplements. Oh, yeah. And uh, I never got an answer from it. I'm sure he was busy. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> all right man well hey i appreciate it thank you very much you take care all right you too all right well and, and look I, this is this was this is very frustrating for me first of all in a decent society we shouldn't be mocking people who die now if they're bad people and they die in a funny way mock away but this is just a guy who made a health choice for himself and it did not work but what about all of the other people who chose to wear masks? You know, I, I've told this story before. There's this, you go back into the pandemic. There was a, uh, an elderly woman who was dying from COVID. And her husband wanted to see her, another elderly man, wanted to see his elderly wife who was dying from COVID. And the hospital staff said, you know, this, it's not a good idea. It's, it's not, you know, it's very risky. And, and he's, he did his duty as a husband. And he said, I'm going to say goodbye to my wife. They put gloves on him. They put not one, but two masks. They put a cloth mask on and a surgical mask on, and they sent him in that room to say goodbye to his wife. And he said goodbye to his wife. He was there for her, which is what a man should do. And then he died from COVID that he got from his wife, wearing two masks and having rubber gloves on. Do we get to make fun of him? Do we get to make fun of that? He wore two masks, still got COVID and died. Do we get to make fun of him? Do we get to make fun of the thousands, almost 2,000 people, I think, right now that have had a breakthrough infection from COVID and died? Do we get to make fun of them? What about the potentially thousands of people who have died from the vaccine, directly from the vaccine? And again, those are unconfirmed numbers. You have to be very careful when you report the VAERS numbers. But let's just say a fraction of them are true. Do we get to make fun of them, too? Ha <laughs> ha, you got the vaccine and you died, you stupid idiot. Do we get to do that? 
or do we only get to do that when somebody dies who chose not to get a vaccine or who chose not to wear a mask all the time? Why is it that we that we get to make fun of some people but not others? Oh, and how about the fact that it's just a violation of basic human decency to make fun of somebody who died in a horrible tragedy? And it's not just because he's a radio host. Because they have done it with other people, too. You know, there was a uh, there was a doctor who made a bunch of videos mocking anti-vaccine people who died from COVID after being vaccinated. Do I get to make fun of that doctor for doing that because he made fun of other people? Probably not, right? That would be unseemly. It would be bad. Might even be a fireable offense from this company. Who knows? But isn't it interesting? It's always okay to make fun of one group of people. What about the research that shows that the folks who don't want to get the vaccine tend to be higher educated than those who do want it? What about that research? Do we get to do we get to bring that to the forefront of all of this? No, can't can't say that. If it were the other way around, you could say it, but you're not allowed. You're not allowed to bring it up if it's this way. If the people who oppose the vaccine are educated, you're not allowed to bring it up. But if the people who oppose the vaccine were uneducated, then you could bring it up. Not like anybody's uneducated in this country. Then you got misleading headlines from local media, the New York Times, and everything else this last week, right? That tell you that... uh, Oh, you're not supposed to take ivermectin. The FDA is warning you against taking ivermectin. No, no, no. They were warning you against taking the animal version of ivermectin. There's an animal version of ivermectin that is dangerous for humans. Way too high a dose for people. And why are people taking the animal doses of ivermectin instead of the proper human dosage? Josh, any idea? Hey, could it be the doctors are not allowing people to get prescriptions for it? even though they're allowed to prescribe it off-label. Could that possibly be a reason why? So we've got a bunch of people going to the hospital who struggle to breathe, because i got personal people, personal people, who have gone through this. Go out, struggling to breathe, going to the hospital, have COVID. Um, they're turned away from the hospital for various reasons. Not given anything. Uh, no medication, no treatment, not admitted, nothing. You got to go home. You'll get through it. Just breathe slowly, calm down, that sort of thing, right? Okay, so how many of those people are, are we encountering in the in the country right now? How many? We keep hearing about these nurse shortages. We keep hearing about hospitals in, in places like California where 100% of their bed capacity is available, but they're still turning patients away because they don't have the staff. It's kind of like me going to these coffee shops on my way into work where somebody answers the drive-thru and I go to order, and they go, no, no, we're not making anything today because of short staff. Well, I'm talking to you, aren't I? Can't you run some coffee? What are you doing in there? Watching TV? Why is it that there's these incredible double standards, and nobody, nobody feels like, in the media anyway, that we should point out that it is utterly indecent to make fun of somebody who died in the middle of a pandemic because they got something that even people who are taking the treatment are getting and dying from. He made a choice. Didn't work out for him. What if he had been vaccinated and had a breakthrough case 
since he might have been in a danger category and died anyway. What then? Would they have said the same things? Of course not. It would have evaporated into the annals of history and nobody would have said a thing about it. I'm not going to lie to you folks. Most people are getting the vaccine who have breakthrough infections are having very mild infections. Most of the people who are having hospitalizations and death after getting the vaccine are just like most of the people who get hospitalized and die from COVID. They're in their 80s. That is a choice that you have to make. Whatever is best for you. Do you think a booster might help? Maybe. There's a whole lot of scientists and doctors out there saying, hey, um, we don't know if a booster shot is safe, and we don't know if it's going to be effective. Pfizer says it's effective. Nobody else has any data on it being effective. Just so you're crystal clear. Maybe it will be. Maybe it won't be. Don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. But people have a right to make their own health choices. When you go to a doctor and a doctor tries to prescribe prescribe you something that you know you're not going to enjoy being on, don't you have a right to seek an alternative treatment from that? What about all these stories about these doctors who are now refusing to treat patients who are not vaccinated? And by the way, the story that's from Florida, that wasn't the real story. Fake news. Hospitals, th- those doctors in Florida, they didn't walk out because they didn't want to treat anybody who wasn't vaccinated, but they did take a moment out of their day to go out and encourage people to get vaccinated. There's nothing wrong with that. But there are doctors that are refusing to see patients who are not vaccinated. Okay. Could we start seeing that with, I don't know, flu shot vaccines? Or what if you didn't have an HPV vaccine? And then you get cancer later on. Can the doctor say, well, you didn't get the HPV vaccine. Sorry, you got cervical cancer. You're toast. I'm not going to deal with you. And some of these doctors are going, oh, it just, I don't have sympathy anymore for somebody who comes in here and, and isn't vaccinated. You know, all I can think of is my grandpa who chose not to go through chemotherapy for a second time. It was the first thing that popped into my head because a lot of people in my family had a big, big problem with that. I didn't. I understood exactly why he was making that decision. He had been through it before. He beat cancer once. He didn't want to go through it again. Does he not deserve sympathy? What about other people who make choices for themselves? Do they not deserve sympathy? Did he not deserve to be treated properly by a hospice? Because he chose not to have chemotherapy the second time around? Any doctor who takes this stand, anybody in the media or anybody else who mocks people who die, from a tragedy like this, are human scum. They deserve your scorn. They deserve to have you spit on them. They deserve to have you use their face to scrape the crap that you just stepped in off of. They're human scum. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. I don't know, Josh. Is my job attractive? Yeah, think so. You know, it's really funny. This is a this is a true story. In radio, there is a there's a high rate of divorce, and there's a high rate of divorce because most oftentimes the spouse, man or woman, the spouse doesn't like the life of a radio host. Hate it. True story. Also a true story, cocaine use is very high in this industry.
So be on the lookout, Josh. Uh, to the phone lines we go. Josh, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey, how are you? I'm well, man. What's up? Hey, I'm calling with an update for the Mishawaka um, protest, school board, face mask mandate and everything. Mm-hmm. We're not backing down. We're staying strong. We went out. We supported Penn last night. We learned a lot. We listened to those so-called experts as they basically said, I'm a doctor. This is what I say. Just listen. No proof whatsoever. Yeah. We learned a lot by what they're going to say. And I have seen many of those doctors in their offices. I won't say why I was in their office. They don't wear a face mask. They walk around. They might see it when they're with the use one when they're in, with the patient. But here they are promoting face masks for kids, but they're not one wearing one themselves. Oh, they're like Arnold Ridiculous. Schwarzenegger. You know, screw your freedom, wear a mask, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger goes out the next day at a big party with a bunch of people and doesn't wear a mask. Yes. I mean, well, parents, we're fired up. We're... Uh, I think we might have lost him. Well, look, it's good that you are fired up. Sorry, Josh. And, and again, that's tomorrow. So they're going to have that rally tomorrow. Um, they did go out and support Penn yesterday. And I did see that the Penn Parents Group is asking people to reciprocate that support and show up and support Mishawaka at their school board meeting and their rally. And and this is, this is again, has been very frustrating from the very beginning because you have people who have, you know, degrees and they come out and they go, well, I'm I'm a doctor, so I'm right about this, and you're not. As I've said before, when somebody says trust the experts, your first and immediate response should be which experts? Because there's a whole lot of experts over here, including some Nobel Prize winning experts, some prominent epidemiologists and infectious disease experts, some of the professors who trained the experts that are telling you to do masks. Those professors are telling you masks don't work. So which experts are you talking about? And it's always important for me to point this out. I'm not giving you my opinion on masks. I am telling you what the science says. The peer-reviewed research. And when it's not peer-reviewed, I'm crystal clear that it's not peer-reviewed. Somebody looking at you and going, look, uh, I, I have a degree, so like I'm totally like right and stuff. That's not an argument. They have to be able to rebuff the actual peer-reviewed science. And if they can't do that, if they can't provide you with that evidence, they can't provide you with those facts, they can't provide you with a real-world example of this ever working anywhere in the world, then you need to ignore them. we got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. By the way, somebody reminded me that the Elkhart uh, Community Schools, the Board of Trustees, has a meeting tonight starting at 6 p.m., so in about 20 minutes. So if you're in the Elkhart Community School District, they will have a Board of Trustees meeting tonight. Um, what else do we have here? We've got uh, poor old Mike's been waiting there for a long time. Mike, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Casey. How are you? I'm doing well. What's on your mind? Yes. All right. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to be as constructive about this as possible, but you know, it's been a it's, it's been a, a long time in the making here, and you know, I people need to be reminded. Uh, and, and I'm glad that Clifton is out doing what he's doing. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, I, I caught like probably the last, uh, two thirds of, of what you were talking about earlier with Clifton, mm-hmm. uh, about his situation with that protective order. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'm a journalist over in Lake County. Okay. And okay. Um, and I have now had to face the same situation that Clifton is in three different times. Uh, and uh, you know, it's what's really hard and frustrating about that is that um, unless you're in a situation where Clifton is with you, where you can get that information out there. Uh, you really have to fight that situation by yourself Yeah. Uh, when you're an up-and-coming journalist, you know, and you have your own website, and you're trying to get the truth out there and actually get real news out there instead of spin and propaganda. Um, so when you're, tr- when you're doing that, it's really hard to get this information out and try to get help and fighting this because that's a that's a big fight when you're trying to fight a situation like that it is it's big well especially and, if you're independent oh yeah yeah so you know, and like i said i'm trying to be constructive about this not point fingers okay um but uh you know when you talk to other journalists that are local and stuff and try to bring this to their attention they claim to want to bring out be, have transparency in government and things like that and then they just completely ignore you because they don't want to, um, you know, they don't like your methods or this, that, or the other. It doesn't really help much. No. And my point here, because I'm, I'm getting to that really quickly, is that I want to remind people there's an old World War II adage that was said when, and it applies to more than concentration camps, that when you – you know, you don't care about what happens to somebody simply because it doesn't affect you or because you don't agree with how they do something or it doesn't quite, you know, whatever yeah. you agree with exactly. Yeah. That it, you know, it doesn't matter to you. Just remember, it's gonna, it doesn't matter to you now, but it's going to matter to you in the future. And at that point, who's going to be around to help back you up? Well, that's that's the you know, and this is yeah, it's the old uh, first they came for so and so, and I didn't do anything. Exactly. Then they came for so and so, and I didn't do it. Then they came for right. me. Nobody was there to help me. Um, right. And and look, we've seen this happen a couple of times when it comes to like censorship on YouTube recently, where people who are like, oh, there's no censorship or whatever, and then they came after them, those left wing groups, and now they're saying, oh, there might be something to it. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for being patient. I'm on a hard break, man. i got to bounce out of here. But thank you so much and continue doing what you're doing. Keep up the yeah, fight. I have a lawsuit against YouTube over that. Oh, sure. good. Good for you. I hope you win. Yeah. we got we got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. All right. Don't forget the Elkhart Community Schools Board of Trustees meeting starts here in just a few minutes. So if you're in Elkhart, you can make your way down there and uh, join that as it starts at 6 o'clock. We'll continue to cover this stuff and, and other things as well as, as we go forward. And I know that, you know, the mask battle is is just ramping up. But here's the thing. The, the important thing to remember is it doesn't matter how many people they say should wear, how many people they have that say that you should wear a mask or whatnot. Nothing in the scientific literature or research supports that position because you're dealing with an airborne virus. You're not dealing with a droplet spread virus. There's a huge difference between the two of them. And every time you ask them for any research that would back them up, they don't present any. They don't have any peer-reviewed research. That's the point. So it's just, oh, trust me, I know what I'm talking about because I stayed at Holiday Inn Express. Have a good night. Buy a 3D printer.